Good morning, Richard Eckley here, live in Swansea, Swansea morning, sunny morning here in Swansea, it's not too bad. Uh, Monday morning again, so it's just the time just goes so fast. Weekend's gone and then the Monday come in. Uh, doing a live this morning on your four keys to a healthier and happier you. And Monday is always a, a health Monday. Well, I'm shooting this live today because um, I saw an article, that, not article, a Facebook that um, Hayley Tyler put on about a friend she saw in the hospital about Alzheimer's. And people don't seem to realise, well, they don't realise that there's, there is things that can help Alzheimer's, help actually not cure Alzheimer's, but actually prevent it and actually help to reverse the process of Alzheimer's. And there's many sort of like four key areas we can work on. Unfortunately, like 90% of Alzheimer's that we have today is preventable. It's, it's down to our lifestyle. It's the choices we're making or how we live in our lives, unfortunately, in this sort of modern day and age. The foods we're eating, the exercise we're not taking. So four key areas to actually help prevent and to actually reverse Alzheimer's is number one, eating a lot more green leafy vegetables. They're so good for us. The nutrients in there are good. They help the whole body to regenerate itself, regenerate new cells. So we need to get a lot more green leafy vegetables into our diet, along with mushrooms and berries. Berries are great for brain health, blueberries especially. They're really good to help the brain. They help clear the plaque which what actually causes Alzheimer's. And that helps break it down. That helps us that way, the huge, huge way. And food is such an important part of our diets. This is our diet. And if we sort of get more healthy stuff going in, we can help their mind to actually regenerate itself and help re regenerate itself, get things going better that way. Uh, number two is actually exercise. We do need to exercise more. Just as the survey showed, only 30 minutes of exercise per day can help prevent a huge amount of Alzheimer's sufferers. It's just getting out, it's getting the blood flowing, it's getting activity going. Unfortunately, again, in this day and age, we sort of sit down a lot, we watch on TV, we're sat inside a lot more, not going outside, getting the vitamin D from the sun, and getting the exercise and the fresh air in our bodies, and things moving. As I say, the more the body moves, the more the brain moves, and all gets it going, going well together. So it's exercising every day for at least 30 minutes. It's not that much in a full day. It doesn't have to be big exercise. It's just actually going for a walk or a jog if you can jog, and just getting some exercise routine going on that way. Uh, number three, then, you have is your learning new habits. It's, it's, it's sort of getting new hobbies and new activities. Get your brain working. Get it thinking. Because your, your brain is a muscle. It's like any muscle. The less you use, well, unless you, unless you use it, you're going to lose it. So your brain, you need to make your brain active. You can do word searches like um, pseudocodes and those sort of things. But just getting your brain working or join clubs, join anything like a knitting club or a social club. Make things, do things. Just get your brain active and working more. So obviously, the more you use it, again, it's going to develop better that way and there's the oh neuroplasticity is it's actually your brain's developing new cells and new stuff all the time and so research is showing that the brain does actually improve with time it doesn't just used to think that it's all 18 you had your brain cells and they all totally died they don't they regenerate they help things so the more you can use your brain the more you get things thinking the more your brain is going to develop as well that way is a brain muscle and then fourth is have a social social event social calendars they're so important in, in preventing sort of alzheimer's if you've got things to look forward to so you can join different clubs go to events and that again that gives you your, your brain you're thinking of things you want to do places you're going to go it's, it's new learnings so it helps your brain to develop and help things and these four key areas help your brain to develop so much over the long term it's not as i say it's, alzheimer's is not like something just suddenly comes on it develops over sort of 20 or 30 years of our lifestyle which what causes alzheimer's it's not like a two three year all of a sudden you've got it it's the process we've had the last 20 or 30 years developing and it's again we haven't been exercising we haven't been eating properly we haven't had the social events so with all these it's all these key components help prevent alzheimer's and it's so important just to let people know there is there is an option you can help people especially at this earlier stages of it you've got much more of a chance of reversing it than at the later stages. 
And they said the great book is The End of Alzheimer's, which is a book I've sort of been reading and studying. And they have a brilliant uh, a couple of doctors who are specialists in brain surgery, not brain surgery, brain development, brain prevention out in America. And they are amazing. And I said that's a book I think anyone, everyone should read. If they've got like a family member with Alzheimer's or they know there's someone who's got, going through Alzheimer's, just get that book. Uh, and, um, oh, to call it the a solution, the Alzheimer's solution. Brilliant book. And just and just have a read to it. And you'll realize then, again, it's just four key areas. Again, it's your food, your exercise your, your um, connections you've got with your family and make new learnings, get your brain working that way. And that's just such a huge help. Um, I just hope, yeah, just get the information out there, let people know there is, because unfortunately with Alzheimer's, there's no medical medical cure for it. They've been trying to develop tablets and, and pills to help the Alzheimer's sort of do it. But what they're trying to do, they're trying to sort of like get one tablet to cure the whole thing. Well, your, your brain's such a complex area. They said there's like 36 different little components that causes Alzheimer's. And one tablet isn't going to cure all 36. So they need to do this step at a time. You need to develop the brain, the whole brain, not try and just get little bits to do it. And unfortunately, with sort of medicines, they can't store like, patent food. Well, food's such a huge part. It's just a healthy option. But the doctor can't sort of recommend, yeah, eat cabbage and eat those sort of foods because he's not going to benefit from it. So it's that's a bit controversial in a way, I know. But it's, it's true. You need to eat more veg and that's things they can't. It's things we can do for ourselves. We can make a huge difference down the line. And it doesn't cost anything. It's just choosing to live a better, healthier life and prevent Alzheimer's. It's such a huge thing. I think it's the number one killer of people in the, in the UK, of, of all the people in the UK, is Alzheimer's. It's, got, it's past cancer. It's past heart disease. So it's, it's so important to get, get the word out there. Just let people know. Um, if you get a chance, please share the video around and just, yeah, just let people know that Alzheimer's there is, there is something we can do about it. It's such an important thing to need to try and get back under control. Uh, well, anyway, I'll ask you a little rant for today. <laughs> if you've got any value of this, please drop me some comments below. Uh, my name is Richard Eckley, and you can get that from me at rickeckley67 at yahoo.co.uk. All the best. Good morning, Richard Eckley here. Happy Tuesday morning to you. What do you about here in Swansea today? On a Tuesday morning, so on a... A wealth Tuesday on your four keys to a healthier and happier you. And I was doing a bit of research on on compound interest. I've sort of heard about compound interest, and they say it's an amazing way of sort of your benefits of your savings, but I didn't actually know what it was. So I thought I'd do a little bit of research into it. So what actually a compound interest is, it's just basically it's the interest on your money and on the interest you've already done. So I'm, so basically you sort of save some money in your savings account. And then, obviously, you got the interest on that. So, I mean, it used to be used to be quite good. You used to like 10%, 12%. Now you're about, well, 1% if you're lucky. Um, but, yeah, but your interest actually is to have your, your money you put into your account. And then after, say, a year, you have the interest that's put onto that account. And then that actually accumulates. And what happens is, obviously, the, more, the longer you can leave it in there to build up, you then get interest on your money and on the interest you already had. Just like an extra sort of helping hand. It's like someone else putting money into your account for you. Over the long term, it does take a long time to, to, to start saving earlier and start to uh, build savings and build the interest on it. And then over the long term, that's when it starts to go. It sort of like it sort of stays quite level for a long, long few years, perhaps like ten years, and then it starts to work. And the interest accumulates because your your money's building up because you've got your sum you've already put in there. You're adding your savings to it, so that's building it slowly. Then get the interest on that. And then you'll get an interest on that whole amount you've got there as well, which goes on top again. And that's how compound interest works. That's how it grows so big towards, especially towards the end, because it's the amount you've accumulated and you're getting interest on your money, interest on the interest you've had, 
So you'll get a double lot of interest, if you like, going through. So that's how compound interest works. And they say that the sooner you can start off, even if it's like a small amount to start off your savings scheme, it's like, like £2 a week, but he's putting in there every single week. And, and the younger you can start it, they said there's an amazing difference between somebody putting exactly the same amount of money per week, but they started like 10 years earlier, had nearly twice as much money at the end because of the long-term effect of the compound interest. So that's why it's so important to start saving as soon as you can. So basically, as soon as you get a, a wage coming in, Start a savings scheme. Just set up a direct debit or um, like a standing order or something you, you use. So every week, just some money is going into the savings account. As I said, this is money just put away to save to build for your retirement, for your, for your long-term future. It's not, let's say, for a housing job or for holidays. This is a separate little savings account. You just put money in and it build up over the years. Because we need things for our future. I mean, unfortunately, in this day and age, there is no real sort of pension scheme going to be there. If you've retired now, you may have some sort of pension. But if you haven't, you're not going to have much <laughs> anyway. So the sooner we can start to get something put aside for our futures, I know it's quite hard in this day and age because we do live up to our sort of what we're earning. So it's hard to suddenly say, well, hang on, I need to get a couple of quid to put aside for my, my future. But otherwise, when we're going to get to our future, we're going to be in serious trouble because we've got nothing there to back us up. So the sooner we can start a savings scheme, a savings account, start to develop this compound interest and build it over long term, the better off we're going to be in our future. And then we can develop other processes, again, developing wealth and different businesses as well. But that's so important to start off with your basics, which is this little saving scheme, paying in every week, and let that grow and get the compound interest to build up on our future savings. That's my little talk for today. Hope you have a good day today. If you've got any value from this, please drop me some comments below. My name is Richard Eckley, and you can get in touch with me at rickeckley.co.uk. Good morning, Richard Eckley here. Happy Wednesday morning to you. We're on a Wednesday morning, so it's Relationship Wednesday on your four keys to a healthier, happier you. And I was doing some research research, <laughs> research on uh, relationships of the day, some tips and, and techniques in the same. And the same, we're often sort of, we often fall out with our partners over little things. We can, just the little things, and we sort of like get emotional over something small, like it could be something in, a, in the fridge, something's been eaten or something's been left dirty. And they often said that the emotion of a, an argument is often built up, but it, there's an underlying feelings that have been going through before, which has caused a bit of, of negativity in our, in our lives. There's something undergoing. If you feel like we're having quite a few sort of arguments, quite a few, like emotional peaks of arguments going quite regularly, it often means there's something underlying in the, in the feelings beneath that, which is causing these emotional peaks of, of arguments. And instead, it's worth just trying to sort out those sort of feelings because you don't want to keep going on. If there's an underlying negative feeling about something, something you're not feeling sort of happy or content within your life, you need to sort of break that down first of all to get ourselves a happier, more content life. And the way to do that is just literally make a list of the things that make you feel happy and things that make you sad at the moment, good and bad. You actually sit there with a piece of paper and write out how you're actually feeling good and bad with your life, where you are in your life, what, what things are going well, what things aren't going quite so well, what you want to do with your life, and actually plan out what you want and where you, where you feel you are. Because it's these underlying feelings that cause our emotions, they guide our emotions. So if we are sort of finding we are, if we are falling out, if you're, if you're content and everything's going well, you don't seem to get so many emotional peaks. Things are much more and more calm, calmer level. You still have arguments now and again and little things now and again. They're much, much less frequent. But if you feel like you're having a lot of arguments, a lot of sort of, not resentment, but problems you feel going on, it usually means there's an underlying problem, underlying negativity there. So the way to sort of get over that is literally just get your piece of paper and write down your feelings, how you're feeling, the good and the bad, about your relationships, your life in general, kids, everything, everything. You just write it all down. Because that does help so much. Getting the problem out of your mind on a piece of paper just releases it from your mind, and it helps you then to find a solution. 
where perhaps you need to take up some more hobbies or you need to have a chat with your partner about where you're moving in the same directions or what you want to do. Perhaps you want to do something else or learn something new. And always, always talk to your partner about the, the results and the things you've got and your feelings as well. Share it. Because we don't, we're all individual people. We're all live, choosing to live together. We've all got our own emotional feelings, our own sort of beliefs. And sometimes that we sort of, sort of contain it underneath. And then the emotional things just keep popping up because we haven't sort of resolved the, the underlying problem, the underlying issues of the, of the feelings we've got. So it's a great idea. If you are feeling like you're having a few more arguments than usual, something going on, which isn't the normal, normal relationship, just have a look at your feelings. Just write it all down. Try and find a solution to it. Share it with your partner and just find a way for that way. It does help so many times. Just, just, there's no need to have this emotional, but we're all emotional creatures. That's the way we are. But if we can find a, a cure to an underlying problem there, then we know what the problem, I mean, then we can find a cure. If we haven't got, we haven't got no idea why we're just getting so emotional all the time, then we've got no way to control anything. So it's always worth to be able to find a way to solve a problem, to find a solution to it, and then help step by step to, to, to find a way that and it just gives a more happier, calmer life. It's nicer that way. I mean, if you're quite happy having an emotional fire, that's fine. You can carry on that way. It's not a problem. You've got to find your own way in life and the way you want to feel. Um, yeah, that's my little thought for today on, on yes, on relationships. Hope you have a good day today. Got any value from this? We'll drop me some comments below. My name is Richard Eckley, and you can get in touch with me at rickeckley67 at yahoo.co.uk. All the best. Good morning, Richard Eckley here. Happy Thursday morning to you. Another week, once again, just flying by, just crazy how quick time goes. Um, right Thursdays, we're on your four keys to a healthier, happier you, and a Thursday is a mindset Thursday. And I did a bit of research the other day, and we're saying we only really use 5% of our brains. It's a crazy thing when you think about it. I mean, there's, there's only so much they can sort of, we sort of react to things every day. We don't actually stop and use our brains to actually think and plan things ahead. They did like research years ago, and they were just saying, so they're doing like um, mental stimulation on the brain. And they were saying so literally 5% of, of, of our minds we're actually using to actually generate our lives. You think, right, that's just such a small amount of our brain we're actually using. The rest of it is like unknown and unused. It does a lot of sort of basic um, basic things to actually keep the body going and everything else that way. But we're not actually using 95, 95% of our brain. We're not actually using it to its full potential, which is absolutely, absolutely crazy. And if you imagine if you were sort of, Say you're, you're using your whole brain and you're earning 30,000 a year, which is the average income in the UK at the moment. Using 5%, you'd only earn 1,500. That's, that's the amount of difference we, we're sort of doing. We're sort of not just using our brains. And that's just because we've sort of adapted to a, a regular thing of just doing repeat, repeating patterns all the time. We're not thinking about and planning ahead of what we want to do with our lives and things we want to progress towards. We're just reacting to circumstances. If circumstances happen to us, we react to it. That's not actually using our brain. That's just reacting. That's doing what, what most animals in the, in, the, in the world do. They just react to circumstances. But we've been given this immense brain, the main power. We, it's like a supercomputer. We can do so much with it if we just decide to stop and start to use it properly and start to think about things, plan things, and actually work out what we want in our lives. And then we can just learn it. That's, that's all... That's all it takes is just deciding you want to learn something new, learn something new, and that just improves our lives and moves us forward. Again, in all areas, your health, your wealth, your relationships, your mindset, there's all these areas we can learn about. But unfortunately, a lot of us, we just, we just don't do it. We just all fall into regular patterns of routine of getting up, going to work, coming home, have tea, watch TV, go to bed. And we just repeat that process. And I said, we're not actually using our brains at all. We're just sort of ticking over. Sometimes we're not even using 5% because we just react into circumstances. So if we actually stopped, thought about what we want to do with our lives, think about things we'd like to achieve, things we'd like to go, places we'd like to see, people we'd like to meet, there's so much we can actually do. 
And it's just deciding to do it and realizing we have all this potential in our brain just waiting for us. You think 95% is unused. We could just tap into a little bit of that. And it just you can't imagine what's what you could do in the future. As I said, in the future, we don't know what how we're going to develop, evolve, because we just literally... We've done so much in the last sort of couple of hundred years. They say we've improved and, and grown beyond belief the amount of technology we've developed and things like that we've done. Well, in another 20 years, we can do things. And we're not actually still using 5% of our brains. It's just ridiculous. The amount we have potential is immense. If we just actually look into it and start to decide, right, we want to develop ourselves. There's so much we can do, so much we can achieve. And it's just tapping into that extra resource and learning to use our brains is just a basic thing. Because unfortunately, we're not really taught that at school. We're taught sort of like what to think. So yeah, you do your math, do your geography, do your history, repeat it all. We're not really taught how to think, how to actually write. Stop, plan what you want to do, and actually think about what you want to do. And it's such an important area to develop in our minds and our life, just to just to move things forward. It's, it opens up a whole new world. You realise there's there's no sort of limit on possibilities once you realise you have such an immense supercomputer in your brain. To, to, to use as we want to and a lot of us just don't use it so it's that's my little thought on today just you can generate so much more just by realizing what potential we have in our mind and just plan plan things because if you plan things you act on it you take action on it you can achieve it and it's just there's, there's no limit it's just crazy so we asked my little thought today on mindset hope you got some value for this um you always get in touch with me at rickeckley67 at yahoo.co.uk hope you have a good day all the best Good morning, Richard Eckley here. I'm having a bit of a problem with the old thingy today. The tablet's causing a little bit, but no, it's working now. Happy morning. Good morning to you. It's a Thursday morning, so happy Thursday to you. Um, we're on a Thursday, so we're on a Mindset Thursday on your four keys to a healthier and happier you. And as I said before, on Mindset, it controls every aspect of our life. Our minds is what actually decides who we are, what we are, and what we're going to become, because our decisions and choices we've made as we've gone through life has basically given us what we've got today. The last sort of four or five years, we've made little different choices, sort of circumstances have happened to us, and we've reacted to these circumstances, made decisions on that, and that's what's got us where we are today, and it's through actually developing the systems we've been using that's got us where we are. So if we want to change things in the future, it's down to our mindset. It's how, how do we think? If we think what we want to achieve something, then we can achieve it. Now, I've heard a little thing myself. I've, I, you know, I've been writing, writing my book, and it's, it's probably it's been about two years I started doing sort of research into self-development and sort of developing myself that way. But I've actually thought about really writing a book until earlier in this year. It's been sort of February. I did a, I came across a, a book writing course. So I thought, oh, I'll have a look at that. So I did the book writing course, went through the process, actually wrote my book, and actually I have my, my first copy of Your Four Keys to a Healthier, Happier You, which actually came, the post to me yesterday. I actually ordered it to myself on Amazon. It's all in there, all the book. So I'm yes. So it's all all very good. So it's tough to stuff with that. So we've actually, and I just decided the only, the only reason I've managed to write this book is because I decided to do it. I've I got I looked about it. I've got some information about it. I found a course on how to write a book, and I then went through the process of writing the book, listening to what someone who said who's really really written books, got advice from them. They're like multi-million um, sellers. Got advice from them. Did their training course. They taught them me how to write a book, and then I've. I've done it, and it's just, and that's a, that's a system we can use in any area of our lives, whether it's health, wealth, relationships, or mindset. We just need to find someone who's where we are, have got what we want, and we can reach out to them, ask them how to get there, and they'll actually help us get there because we can't learn anything from someone who hasn't been where we want to go. 
It's no good to asking our neighbours or, or our best mate or our friends, oh, how do you create wealth or how do we have a good relationship if they just got divorced or they're broke? So you need to go to someone who's got the things we want, ask them for advice, and they can help us get there. And that's, and that's, that's how we can do anything. It's the old thingy. Whatever we can actually conceive in our mind, believe we can do it, we can actually achieve it. And it's through different, it's, it's, and it's again, it's through, it's not through what we know, it's not through who we know, it's what the people we know, know. And that's how we get our information from. So we need to be sort of reaching out to people to help us to move forward. So that's just, yeah, so I'll just show you my little box. I'm just, I am quite, quite over chuffed. When it came to the post yesterday, I thought, my God, I've, I've got a book. I've written a book and I've actually got a book. It's an amazing feeling. So, and I'm a carpenter. I'm a carpenter by trade. So I should not be able to go writing books on development and, and health and wealth and relationships and mindset. But it's just through doing research. I've got all the information and I've just put it into a book. And that's what we can do on different areas. We can do so much. If we just decide we want to do something, that's what it takes as a decision. And then we learn what we need to do to get that, and we can do it, and we can do anything we want to do. Because it's all in our minds. It's all about mindset. Everything in our life is about mindset. It's just whether we want to lose weight, get a better job, get more fit, get better relationships, whatever we want to develop. It's all down to us deciding we want to do it, and then finding the information. It's out there. In this day and age, the computer, there's so much stuff on the computer that we can just literally press a button, we've got all the information we want in the world. It's such an amazing time to be living in. It's amazing. So we can do whatever we want to do. And it's all down to our mind and what we want to do. And then find the system step by step to get there and do it. And then, yeah. As I'm putting together a, a launch campaign for my book. It's actually, this went on to Amazon. But it shouldn't have gone on live yet. It should be. I'm doing a, a launch campaign. So I'm going to get some discounts on the books and do some other different promotion I'm going to do for it. So that's all going to go through soon. So, yes. And then I'll, once I do that properly, I shall just announce the actual proper launch of my book. <laughs> and then yes, you see how it goes. <laughs> Have a good day today. You got any value from this? Please drop me some comments below, and you can get to me at rickeckley67 at yahoo.co.uk. All the best. Good morning, Richard Eckley here. Happy Wednesday morning to you. Hope your week's going well. It's uh, not a bad day here in Swansea today. Um, running Wednesday, running a relationship Wednesday on your four keys to a healthier and happier you. And I was doing a bit of a bit of research on like yeah relationships and ideas of how to sort of get things going. If you've been in a relationship for quite a while, sometimes we sort of do drop into sort of like the normal routine of everyday life, and we sort of forget how to get a bit of excitement back in the old relationship. And a good a good point you were saying, just think back to that first month when you first got together in that relationship and think back to the things we did and, and what we were doing. That first month, because that's really, that first month is so exciting part, part of a relationship. You're getting to know each other. You're sort of finding out about each other. And we often actually ask each other more questions in that first month than we do in the rest of the relationship because we're sort of trying to find out about each other. We're interested in each other. We sort of know each other. But further down the, lo the further down the road in the relationship, we don't bother asking each other the questions. We just think we know our partners. We just get what we think they like as opposed to asking them what they'd like and actually get them what they would like because quite often we do sort of, we're sort of like birthdays, presents, and just, just going out and doing things. We sort of, we sort of do what we want to do as well as what they want to do, if you know what I mean. But instead of just asking our partner, what would they like to do? What, what things would they like? And actually find out, take the time to listen to them and, and talk to them about things like that. And just, and just do some of those things you did in that first month. First went on a date night somewhere and did, went somewhere in particular. Or perhaps it was to the cinema or was just, just for walks or somewhere you particularly went for a walk. And it's just sort of reliving, just, take, take, just revisiting 
places you did and things you did in that first month just to re to reignite the, the relationship again it's such a good good idea because we do that first um month in the relationship is there's like the honeymoon period it's all so everything's new it's all trying to find out about each other so we'll get all made up and dressed up to go out to see each other and of course later down the road we just don't have sort of like jogging bottoms and sweatpants and we don't sort of make the effort anymore for each other because we, we stay in the house but if we're sort of going out we often dress up for other people but not for our partners so it's nice to actually, let's say, do like a, a date night and then actually dress up for our partner, just for our partner, and then go out together. And that's, and that's nice that way. So it's just, as I say, it's just like sort of reliving. It's just like a throwback, a throwback day where you think back to that first month, the things you did, the dates you went on and what you were and the questions you were asking each other and just trying to reignite it again. Just, just, just get the mindset back to how it was that first month. And that sort of brings it forward again for the relationship and just helps keep it going again that way. Like. That's my little thought for today on relationships. Hope you have a good day today. Got any value for this? Please drop me some comments below. Oh, and like and share. And you can get in touch with me at rickatley67 at yahoo.co.uk. All the best. Good morning. Good morning, Richard Eckley here. Happy Tuesday morning to you. So, uh, yeah, not a bad day here in Swansea. A bit, of a bit, bit damp, not too bad. Um, we're on a Tuesday, we're on a Wealth Tuesday on your four keys to be healthier and happier you. And I was doing a little bit of study on, on wealth the other day, and it was just basically saying, if you want to sort of develop wealth, or if you want to develop any area in your, in, in your life, whether say it is health, wealth, relationships, or mindset, you need to make a study of it. It's educating ourselves. I mean, that's such an area a lot of us just, we seem to forget. We sort of went through school, and we learned different systems, different skills. And if you want to develop an area in our life, in a, position, a particular area of our life, as in wealth, then it's just a study. We just need to actually learn, take the time to educate ourselves on how to create wealth. Go on to say to YouTube, you can get different courses, you can get different books, you can get like free magazines. There's a lot on the computer nowadays. We have so much information there available to us. So if you want to sort of find out, right, how could I like to get wealth? Just make a study of it. Just connect to the books, connect to the magazines, connect to the YouTube videos. Find people that you can sort of click with, associate with, someone who's sort of where you want to be in life. And then sort of connect with them and, and, and actually research what they're doing, what they're doing, and then learning how they've done what they've done to get where you want to be there. So it's just a simple process of deciding, right, what you can do, you can do this instead of talking about wealth today, but you can do this in any area of our lives, whether it's relationships, whether it's health, whether it's your mindset. Any area, it's all about education. Our, our mind controls our body. And if we can put more into our mind, more education, that'll just move our lives forward in such a positive way. Instead of sort of focusing on, on negative things that can happen, focus on positive things, things you can actually achieve, things can move forward. Because a lot of people are sort of a little bit afraid of the future because they don't know what's going to happen in their future. Well, if you're doing research on and you find something you want to develop, you're moving forward towards it. And that can have you just have a better attitude in the first place because you know your future is going to be better than your past because you're improving yourself. And along with your wealth, so if you're studying wealth, you know that in the future you're going to have more wealth because you're learning what you need to learn. You're learning new skills, new systems, new techniques to have wealth. So in the future, you know, if you just keep on learning the process and then implement what you're learning – You'll have wealth in the future, so you'll have yourself a better future. It's just it's more of a little less financial stress. If you think, oh, yeah, in the future, I'm going to have some more money to give me some more options. That's all wealth really does. It gives you more options of how you spend your life. You can just – you're not so, so, so stressed if a car goes on – if your tyre goes on your car. You just buy a new tyre. You don't worry about it. You don't think, oh, quite, yeah, I've got this money to pay, that money to pay. If you've developed financial wealth for yourself, it just relieves stress, which is such a huge thing nowadays, which causes, which causes major health problems. So it's, yeah, it's just make a study, decide, right, who, what you want to do it for yourself, for yourself in, in your wealth area. Decide that. 
research it, study it. And I said, it's, it's the old system. It's just, it's boring, but it's, it's so true. Save some money. That's what you've got to do. Save some money, cut down on your expenditure, and then find a way to just generate small amounts of income, which you can slowly build up over time. Through, again, courses, research, through, through writing books, through this, lots of different areas you can do it nowadays. So it's just researching that wealth area you want to go into, and then start to implement what you've learned. Study it, implement it, and then off you go. And it's just that simple technique. And it's like that, as I said, in every area of, any area of our lives. It's just deciding what you want to do and then start to research it and learn it. And off you go. That's my little thought for today. Hope you have a good day today. Got any value from this? Please drop me some comments below. And you can get in touch with me at rickeffy67 at yahoo.co.uk. All the best.